Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The next chapter of our Easter weekend is the MCG this Saturday afternoon. It's Richmond against the Sydney Swans, who have thrilled and delighted through the first couple of rounds of the season. Their chairman is Andrew Pridham. Andrew, great to have you on Crunch Time. Jared, delighted. Have you enjoyed the first couple of weeks? Uh, winning beats losing, so yes, it's been, <laughs> it's been great. Been great just been watching attacking footy and lots of goals scored. So uh, it's been it's been terrific. It, would you have imagined that that's what was going to happen to kick the sweep the first two rounds? Uh, you've got to dream big, Jared. <laughs> I think we uh, we were quietly confident that. We're on the improve, so you never quite know when you play round one, as you as you know. It's uh, it's always a bit of a, a lottery, but no, we're we're on on track to improve, and that's really what we're focusing on. What does style count for, Andrew? As this hasn't been the mode of the Swans for a while, but it's absolutely intoxicating for everybody watching. Yeah, look, it's exciting to just to see the attacking game today, and I think that obviously the standing on the mark rule has had a, a big impact, but don't underestimate um, game style that any club has, um, co- the correlation between the game style and the and the players they have on their list. And I think that's that's really, our list has changed dramatically in, over the last few years. And, and I think you're seeing the, uh, the fruits of that now. So what are your conversations been like with, with your coach around uh, around the demographic and the style coming into this season? Uh, I listen. I, <laughs> yes. I listen. John tells me what he's doing, and as long as it works, I'm happy. So uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, look, no, there's, there's, there's not. There's certainly no directives as to to style. It's. I mean, at the end of the day, our focus is on on improving and and hopefully on winning. I mean, that's that's really the, the objective. And if if that if that uh, is accompanied by exciting footy, that's that's fantastic. And that's obviously what we all want. And Andrew, it's Andy Mahi. Good luck to your team today. We, we just had Luke Beveridge on before, and he was referencing, you know, directives from you know the AFL and and uh, broadcasters and, and the way they want the game to be played and the me- mechanisms that have been put into place over the last couple of years to bring that about. When you have your meetings, do, do you with the AFL? Do you take any of that back if that's put to you? Do you take any of that back to John and, and relay that to him? Oh, we obviously talk about it, but at the, at the end of the day, it's John's role to to you know put on the on the field a competitive team that that's capable of winning, and uh, that's really a decision for him how they you know the, the game style hit him and his fellow coaches. Um, that's not that's not something that uh, as chairman I get involved in, and you know I think that whilst it's great seeing attacking footy, and I think it is here to stay um, with with the, some of the rule changes. Um, you know, I think ultimately the club, our focus is on winning. Andrew, do you get a feel almost from year to year 
from a chairman's perspective about the perception of the Swans. I was up there on the weekend. Buddy's back. The conversations I was walking into the ground was just optimism and excitement. Yet you've got all these young kids coming through. Do you get a feel of that year on year almost, or even maybe week to week from your supporter base about what they're seeing on field and how that reflects on your footy club? Look, you, you do. And the, you know, Sydney loves a winner. I guess everywhere loves a winner, but nowhere more than Sydney. And uh, at the game last week against the Crows, um, I mean, there were, there were more celebrities at the game than in the SEN uh, commentary box. <laughs> so it was, the, the excitement is, is, is real. And, uh, you know, I think that you can, you can, you can, you can certainly feel it and the, and the media coverage has been um, very positive and, and it is exciting, but we're also, you know, very aware that we've played uh, eight quarters of football, so it's a it's a very small sample in in what is always a, a long season. Andrew Justin Leppich here. Just uh, I'm really intrigued in a lot of discussion here today about list management and North Melbourne at the moment, and how long they've got to go. And I guess we're looking at the Swans at the start of the year, thinking this probably wasn't the year. In the board meetings you have, or when Tom Harley's presented to, to you throughout the uh, the football component of it, has has this been the year, or has has this come a little early? You think for Swans fans? I think we've been we've been building towards it. I mean, a number of things. I mean, last year, we you know we were regularly either the youngest or second youngest um, team on playing in the competition. So we knew that we had a you know a young list that was going to take time to develop. And I I always think that success. I've been around for a fair while now. Success of teams. I always think part of the equation is can the can the young kids improve at a rate faster than the the, the veterans um, go the other way, and you know, I think if you can meet in the middle where you've got the the, the young kids really developing quickly, and, and you've got that balance of you know hardened, experienced players, senior players, I think that's that's really the sweet spot. And um, with you know last year also, I think last couple of years we've we've had a lot of injuries, and that's been a major focus for us and concern. And this year, um, you know, touch wood, we've been relatively you know, injury free. So I think if it you put things together off field. Uh, the coaching panel, the, I think the introduction of Don Pike um, has been fantastic. Ben Matthews, another one. So uh, it, it's a very the, the Sydney Swans club is a very happy place at the moment, and I, I think that's being reflected on the field. Andrew Pridham is the Swans chairman. Andrew, late last year you introduced the notion of an independent re, uh, review of the AFL. Is the AFL taking that seriously or keeping you at arm's length on it? Well, I think the answer to both of those questions would be yes. Um, they're taking it seriously and they're, and they're trying to keep me at arm's length. Um, look, no, I think it, it's natural that people are, are cautious about being, you know, having what they do being reviewed. Um, I do feel strongly about it. I think that uh, it's been 30 years since the Crawford review, and, and a, a lot has changed in the world, a lot has changed in football. There's enormous challenges that the industry has. Um, and I think that the, the the fact that the clubs um, sit back and, and allow the AFL to run the game, I think that's that's very important that we, we have independence within the AFL. But I also think just from time to time, and I think 30 years is probably you know, long enough gap, I think it is right that the clubs do sit back and say, well, Look, we, you know, we, we give the AFL you know, complete autonomy to, to operate the game. And uh, at times, it, it, I think it's important to take a step back and just review what's, what's being done. Is it, is it the best um, for the game, for the long term? 
um, because as you know, I think the, as a chairman of a, one of the 18 shareholders of the AFL, Sydney Swans, um, I think it's incumbent incumbent upon us to ensure that uh, we leave the game in a better place uh, when we're when we're all finished and and uh, you know I do think things need to be reviewed. So that's something that it's an ongoing discussion um, whether there, there there is an independent review uh, with a very broad scope or there's a series of of reviews of key key issues, um, which is probably more likely to be the way it goes. I I, I think it's very very important. How much support has your proposal got, and, and probably more specifically, how much support would it need to actually force the AFL's hand? Uh, well, first, I'm certainly not trying to force the AFL's hand. I'm trying to um, point out the, the obvious that it, it's important to review some some key issues in the game, um, and that and that has, I think, broad support from the majority of clubs and at the end of the day if, if if you sort of wanted to get technical and legal on it which is not the way I, I look at life um, if you had 50.1% of the clubs um, so 10 clubs if 10 clubs said they wanted something to happen it would happen um, now there's been there's been no attempt by me or or anyone really to sort of circle the wagons to to force the AFL's hand um, that's not that's not the way I think things should should operate um, and there have been very constructive discussions. I've had very constructive discussions with Richard Goiter and, and, and Gillen um, and other club uh, presidents about how um, how and what should be reviewed. What would what would be a satisfactory um, move? Do you think? What, so you mentioned that the smaller reviews, smaller groups, is what what would what would fulfil the brief in your mind? Oh, look, I think there's. There's a whole lot of one of the challenges, um, given the diverse nature of of what is the AFL, um, and that's both at the elite competition level, but also in, in uh, grassroots community football, um, path talent pathways. It's it's a very broad canvas, and I think that some of the things that that need to be looked at, uh, you know, for example, you know, what is the skill composition um, that the AFL commission should ideally have um, at its disposal. Um, the things such as the the funding of clubs. I mean, we've cu- currently got a situation where 12 of the 18 clubs are, uh, have net debt of $90 million collectively and, and uh, six clubs have $110 million in, in cash. So you have a lot of... Um, uh, a lot, a big gap between the, the, the wealthy clubs and, and, and the majority of the clubs who are now in debt. And I think these are things that just need to be considered is, is how, how does the AFL best fund clubs going forward? Um, how do we balance the, the economy of football between all of the various stakeholders, players, player managers, clubs, AFL development? Um, you know, they, these are very complex issues and I think having... Um, we should be trying to, to get, garner all the resources at our fingertips um, to, to consider what are the best, what is the best model for the next 30 years. Because there's no doubt that the AFL, you know, is the leading uh, sport in Australia, and it's it's very professionally run. It's been very successful, but that doesn't mean that you can sit back and relax and say, well, there's no need to question what we do because we've we've been successful. That's that's how organisations ultimately fail. Andrew, in simple terms, are you saying it needs to actually almost start again, including all the key stakeholders and people involved in AFL from all different 
parts of the league. It's almost a start again model to make sure this is more sustainable going forward. Is it as simple? Is that as sort of as simple as it is? Nick, I don't. I don't think it's as. I don't think it's really start again. It's simply um, any any worthwhile review is really looking at at what is the what is the status quo. Um, you know, how does it operate today? And is there a, is there a better way to do it? Um, is you know could things be could things be done differently, um, which ultimately could benefit everybody? I mean, you know, a, a simple example you've been talking, I'm sure, a lot in the last you know, couple of weeks about the, the rule changes. Well, if we just didn't if we didn't review the rules constantly and say, well, you know, is there a better way? Um, we, we'd still be playing. Um, the same rules we had 100 years ago, and, and you know, the game would probably be defunct. And I, you know, living in Sydney, I see that with with sports such as uh, rugby union, where you know that they haven't probably been as progressive as they could have been off the field in in challenging the way in which they did things and, and pathways and finance, etc. And you know, you know, as I said, ultimately, any any business or organisation that's happy to just think that the way things have been done in the past is the way that it it's going to work in the future. Well, that's not a pathway to long-term success. Andrew, it's always good to chat. Thanks for putting that forward with us on Crunch Time and good luck for the Swans this afternoon. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Pleasure.